evening, and welcome to Civil Politics. Politics. Sorry. (laughs) Oops. Maybe I should talk into the microphone. (laughs) So, good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. I'm host Michael Dow. With me tonight are uh, Susan Timberlake. Hey there. And once again, filling in as our emergency engineer is the uh, inimitable and brilliant Stacey Cooney. Hello. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Right. Uh... We hope maybe uh, one of our other regulars will Sundays join us soon. But WXOJ's radio show. As, you can... <laughs> As you can tell, I'm doing a great job so far. <laughs> That's pretty good with two minutes notice, yeah, Stacey. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, if you want to contact us during the show or really at any time, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, our Twitter handle is at uh, civilpoliticsfm. Our email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. And our Facebook community is facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. We also do have a website, uh, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com, that has links to previous shows, uh, uh, links to things that we talk about and refer to, and also some supplemental episodes we've done. I think there might be a donate button on there somewhere, too. I'm not sure. Oh, well, that's because we're all volunteer. (laughs) Yes. The radio station certainly is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man. The idea of getting paid to do this is weird. <laughs> they couldn't be... pay you to do this, or or they don't have to pay you to do this? <laughs> uh, not the first, definitely <laughs> the second. And if it were the third, wow, I'd have to work at m- this much harder. <laughs> 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 or come up with better coping mechanisms for Yankee guilt. Actually, I like that option. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, we are... Uh, 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 got a bunch of things to talk about. Um, I'm not sure uh, if you if you guys have like a place you'd particularly like to start. Well, you know, you're outnumbered for change two to one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so maybe we should talk about. There was another somebody I, that there's today. Right? There, there's somebody the hardcore on the right, somebody <laughs> hardcore on the left, and then there's you know Mr. Country Club moderate here in the center. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Al Franken has announced his resignation. There's a Franks guy that just resigned today, too. Republican. In the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A representative. Representative, yeah. sorry. Not yep. From Arizona. Arizona, yep. Yeah, that was quick. He was looking for a surrogate or something? I yeah. forget what the story Yeah, <laughs> he's extremely anti-choice. Uh, extremely, extremely uh, pro... Uh, forced uh <laughs> pregnancy and he is that what you said he, no way that's a that's a movie Never um, mind. i mean that's a series yes <laughs> and uh apparently he was being a little over sherry with people in the office and uh some of them decided that they did not like that yeah i think he was looking for a surrogate mom, I, right? I, yeah i honestly suspect that it's more than just him telling too much about what's going on in his life. Well, he solicited them to do it for a half a million dollars. Yeah, that's the thing, is that he was basically (laughs) chatting them up to see if they'd be willing to... Chatting up his employees. Aids, yeah. Yes. And then something about they might co-parent, too, or something. Oh. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, okay. It just gets worse and worse. (laughs) Next slide. Next slide. But he was out of... Quite so. I forget which state he was out of. Arizona. Arizona. So, um... Yeah, and uh, locally, uh, uh, State Senator Stan Rosenberg of Amherst. President, Senate President, up yes. until... Not anymore. <laughs> he stepped down. Yes, he has stepped down. So what about that? Why should somebody step down because their spouse is doing something bad? 
Well, the implication was is that his spouse had uh, easy access to him and that there is a potential that his spouse was influencing his um, decisions. And that, so that's why he felt that he should step down, which I applaud. Um, and I definitely still think that uh, he is definitely an honorable person and we'll see what happens. Return. Yeah, and, there yeah. Was a, oh. and also to make it less complicated for the Massachusetts State Senate to investigate him. Because yeah. if he's the president of the Senate, it's, you know, it's just awkward and, yeah. you know, in terms of like the sort of the informal norms of things. Oh, I Plus, was... he might actually have authority to like mess with the uh, with the committee. So when you said that, I think Trump, president, kind of awkward investigating him. Maybe he should just step aside for a little bit. But he so... doesn't believe in awkward. Step oh. aside from the United <laughs> States. <laughs> That's right, because Stan Rosenberg has not resigned from the Senate. He's just giving up his leadership right. for the moment. Yes. Well, at, at, yeah. at the moment, he hasn't been accused of do- he hasn't been accused of doing anything wrong. His husband hasn't been accused of being uh, well behaving badly. Um, trying to influence pedal and maybe also sexually assault people, which is a, a, bit, a bad thing. And, you know, whatever the truth is, I, I feel kind of badly for Mr. Rosenberg. Oh, it's, like, you know, it's, it's hard when your spouse is accused of crime, yeah. especially yes. if it's true. And who knows, he may... And what it means for their relationship. Right. And yeah. I mean, it, you know, and obviously it could turn out to be like, oh yeah, Rosenberg's involved in some way and he's also guilty of something bad. But I mean, it could be also... Uh, uh, you were mentioning him to me. Barney Frank. Thank you. Yes. Barney Frank, yeah. Yeah, he was... So um, far as I know, Barney Frank really honestly didn't know that his live-in boyfriend... Was it... Or was he husband? Uh, I don't think you could be a boyfriend husband at, at that time. time. Yeah. yeah, I don't think... You, you, you definitely couldn't marry then, and I don't know if they'd done any other... Whatever it was. Was... was, was his partner, his life partner. Was, was using their apartment to run an extracurricular prostitution business. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and of course, it's, I feel, still, even in Massachusetts, even in this day and age, it's also more fraught because it is a uh, gay relationship rather than yep. a heterosexual one. That it's There's always going to be an extra level of scrutiny because of that, too. You can't figure out which one's the woman, right? Is that the problem? Sorry. I'm <laughs> not even going to go there, Sue. Well, that's that's the problem for idiots like me, but you know, for you guys, probably not. Well, I think you're pretty clear. The answer is neither of them. And, the views and, and opinions I'm, expressed yeah. on Valley Free Radio are those of the, well, I'm those of the blockheads who speak them. <laughs> I sorry, I translated from Stacy speak into, into English. You. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of times Hillary was so blamed for things that um, her husband did. It's sort of like they always look around for a woman to blame in the in the near like right now in the senate in the house in washington and you guys will laugh when you hear this they're saying well we're not sure we can get in an elevator alone with one of the aides or with other staffers and it's like oh they're saying that all over the place passive aggressive yeah it's like oh 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 and um there's a there's a link i put up for um the pope who said that he wants to have the um Oh, shoot. I'm drawing a blank. The Lord's Prayer reinterpreted. Yeah, and the reason is it says... You mean, wait, Pope Francis wants the Catholic version of the Lord's Prayer reinterpreted? Uh, Retranslated in the English English version, sorry. Okay. 
And here's why. How so? And it's so well. I thought it was appropriate. No, I don't know anything about it. So, so, um, so the word is lead. Lead us not into temptation. Yeah. And his argument is that God does not lead you into temptation. You fall into temptation. Uh-huh. And it, it's so consistent with this sort of male female thing right now in the elevator uh-huh. that it, you know the women will lead me into temptation. It's not your responsibility. So how, how does he want it edited? He wants it to say, "Let me not fall into temptation," rather than "Lead me not." That sounds actually. I approve of that change. And yeah, I'm, and I'm thought, not a Christian, but you know, I and, think that's and, a sensible change. And why did it come out today in the news? You know, it's sort of interesting that he's. I think he's a very smart pope, actually. I, I think he's a very thoughtful I, I, pope. I think he's about as progressive as you can possibly find in the head of a 2,000 year old, extremely patriarchal and repressive organization, with a lot of blood on its hands. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry to be so. <laughs> Sarcastic, and, 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 the, the and, strident atheist will keep her tongue uh, in her I was head. Say, and Stacy's looking at me because, like, Mike, you didn't go far enough in what you just said, <laughs> and I didn't say anything complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, honestly, I think Francis does have his strong points, but you, we're grading on a curve. So we are definitely grading on a curve, yeah. but Frank- unfortunately, he is at the head of that curve. Yeah, which at one end or the other. Or the, he's, the at, peak. He, he's, he's, at, he's, he's at the peak. He's at the peak. Okay. He, he's at the part of the Immediate. curve that Stacy and I are most likely to approve of. But it's still, you know, there's fundamental issues that I oh. don't know that the church can ever really overcome without some kind of serious break in doctrine. When some women kind of are head of the church, then they're... Well, when women are allowed to be participants in the church, except as laity, you know. Yeah. And I mean, again, I'm not Catholic. I certainly don't want to be like, you know, And I'm an storming atheist too, so look at, look at this right. crowd. But right, I just, but it is... Like I've the issue, the idea that like if you believe in God, if you if you accept the idea that there is some sort of divine power, that like what whether kind of chromosomes you have determine what kind of <laughs> access you have to it. I mean, this is a bit of a deep cut, but I'll start looking at the Catholic Church a little bit better when Anne Whittacombe leaves it for something even more extreme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know only about three people possibly I don't even remember who that. she is, but yeah. But uh, she... She, she's famous for having left the Anglican Church when they started letting women in because it was, you know, yeah. unfathomable to her. So she converted to Catholicism. Ah, good. Anyway, um, <clears throat> wait, that, that's, that's sort of off in the weeds a bit. But um, Did you hear for Al Franken's speech? I didn't like it. I I don't think didn't. anybody did. Yeah, I think that is the universal opinion that it was terrible. Well, he basically said it was ironic that these other two people, and it's like, man, you can never go. But they did more than I did, <laughs> or they, you know, it's real. It was it was too bad because it I was really liked him. Another version of the extreme not apology. Yeah, it was the not apology. I like yeah. that. Not, I'm I'm uh, sorry that you were offended yeah. uh, by my actions. Kind of an apology. He 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 needed to sh- to shut up and just leave. You know. Yeah. I mean, I I, I he's leaving in January though. I think I, his 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 he said reti- he's leaving in the next few weeks. I, I read yeah, the te- I, I read the next. Yeah, yeah. I, because the guy Frank, uh, Frank's left today. Yeah, he's well, gone. But the Frank Al Franken is. I think he resigned as of January first. That could well be. I didn't yeah. see a specific Which is date. a few weeks away. Well, the Senate yeah. is more fraught than the House, certainly. So he I, may feel that. I wouldn't be surprised um, if if he's making sort of a, a doing a bit of partisan political calculating because. The governor of Minnesota is a Democrat, so somebody from the same party is going to appoint a temporary senator. And I believe Franken's up for re-election. His seat is up for re-election in 2018. 
So I think the idea is hang on just long enough that whoever the governor of Minnesota appoints basically just runs in the normal general election. They don't have to do like a special election and two months later have another election. So he'll appoint right. him and then he'll serve till the end of the Right. Term. And I, I, which, I mean, I don't know That's what the politics. law... And the laws of Minnesota govern that. Well, I, even aside from that, I think there's a certain amount of, you know... It is kind of dumb to have an election three months after you just had an election. I mean... And elections are costly. Yeah. Well, they do. They cost, so. you know, they cost millions of dollars. So, you know, I, 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 I don't think it's the end of the world that Franken hasn't resigned immediately, but I'm glad he's resigned. And I, I wish he just left it at like he was honored to have served in the Senate and proud of some of his accomplishments, which I don't think is an unfair yeah. thing to say. No, yeah. but unfortunately... He didn't. (laughs) It seems to be a thing that no one can ever leave the last word to be something that is actually honorable or good. They always have to have some last kind of, oh, why? Why didn't you just keep your mouth shut? Yeah. 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 And Conyers is going, too. Yes. Yes. Well, he's already resigned. Yeah. And I hate it when they say, I, you know, people have to stop picking on me and my family. No, they're picking on you, yeah. <laughs> yes. Roy, Roy Moore. <laughs> you know, they're not picking on his family. They are picking on him. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, leave my wife alone. It's well, like, <laughs> I mean, actually, though, I mean, remember what you were saying about, like, Hillary Clinton getting a lot of crap because of Bill Clinton. Yes, but that's the woman who usually gets the crap. Mm. Yes, but that's the thing is that he's trying to point out that she's getting crap. I don't know whether or not that's true. I have been studiously avoiding Looking most Ray Moore, uh, Roy Moore things. Um, yeah, or, or, I mean, I don't know if, if Al Franken's wife, Franny, is getting crap. I mean, I, mm-hmm. but, you know, considering that apparently she recently underwent alcohol alcoholism treatment, you know, I can certainly understand that, you know, yeah. the last thing they want is for her to have more stressors in her life. Do you remember when Al Franken was elected and the guy wouldn't concede and I it do. went on yep. for months and months yep. and months <laughs> Yeah, like June of 2009, yeah, I think, yeah. when he actually. And it was only a few weeks before Ted Kennedy died. So, yeah, yeah it was the, 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 the Democratic <laughs> control of the Senate with 60 seats didn't last very long at all. Yeah. Just a moment. Moment in time. What else do we have? I don't know if we have anything else on that sort of subject, but. <sighs> um, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about men harassing women for an entire <laughs> month of shows. Um, the other one was the. Uh, the uh, doctor from the USA. Oh, the gymnastics. gymnastics. Yeah. How did um, they not know? How can they give him 60 years and there was not anybody in the USA Olympics committee? They should all be shot. Anybody that supervised him, anybody that uh, renewed his they, contract. They, I'm, I'm sure they knew. Uh, yes. Again, they Maybe should Maybe not all every last one of them, face but a sanctions. Bunch of them. Yeah. Was it new or should have known is the you, legal term? Yeah. You yes. mean uh, you mean like the the Russian Olympic team? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Ooh. Yeah, I would. I, that was you know, honestly, intense. honestly, I would be okay with if. Um, well, actually, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't think it would be fair for the gymnasts to be prevented yeah, that's the thing. from competing because. Oh yes, because they were assaulted. They should. They not were be they, allowed. like they, they were the ones <laughs> being targeted. So, but yeah, there should be something. Yeah, there should be something. I mean, unfortunately, it's one of those situations where those coaches are the elite of the elite. And so you can't sort of fire them all and start over because there's no uh, 
sort of pool of people to draw from, I think, is I probably the argument. I coaches right in the second tier there that have I, never had their day. I, 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 I would put money you know, on that. I, I, I'm, like I said, I think that that is their argument. <laughs> I would take uh. the risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would take something? the risk because I have a feeling, and I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, so let me know if this makes sense. I'm sawing. But I think it's just <laughs> possible <laughs> that athletes might compete more effectively, more more proficiently, if they aren't also being sexually abused while they're training. I, I just... It's, it's a bold claim, yes. sir. <laughs> it's a bold, bold claim. You know, they they, they were, might be happier and more relaxed. I don't know. Some some of the American theory is that you just really abuse people and put them under stress and six weeks of tormenting them near death, you know, in the army and all the things that we aspire to, SEAL teams, you know, hazing. I mean, there is an American and, culture that... And just, look where that's gotten us, so. I think that there is a I think you're absolutely right and I think it is a terrible strain of Americanism that is really detrimental to the psyche of the entire country. I I don't disagree. Um I would Was it called the right stuff? Well, well that's for astronauts, but yeah. But I I would just point out that like to the extent the the sort of intense and you know, at least quasi abusive training that people like Navy Seals or whatever go through to the extent that it, it makes some sense, it's because they're actually training to for them to face, you know, tremendous physical adversity, you know, while people are trying to murder them. Yes. I mean, so I think that they're... It, it, it's not the same as gymnastics. Exactly. There, there's an exception to be carved out for military training, but hazing and all of the other things that are sort of adjacent to that, I think, are... I think that there's that a very big point that uh is there is that that is a very american thing and i think that it is a detrimental american thing absolutely so um actually sort of pivoting back to congress for a minute i'm just sort of wondering um do you think that uh the uh democrats uh calling on mass for al franken to step down for essentially cleaning house with if not promptly without huge delay <laughs> Um, I would just like to point of order the Democratic women in Congress. A few, a few of the men did. No, they joined after. They joined after. Gillibrand was oh, the Gillibrand. first. Yeah. And then all the female. And yeah. however many there are, because there aren't as There many aren't as that st- many. Well, yeah. well, my understanding And is then the men felt they could do it after the women called for it. Well, yes. I think they felt, probably felt they had to. My understanding, though, is uh, Senator Schumer met with Mr. Franken before... Uh, the public calls came out and said, you really should step down. And maybe and so that didn't does, work. So he's like, all right, guys. Yeah, so did Elizabeth Warren actually met with him much earlier yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, but Schumer will probably take credit for that. Yeah. that Sorry. Th- th- there, I won't <laughs> give him credit for it. There is the old joke that the most dangerous place in Washington, D.C. is between Chuck Schumer and a TV camera. <sighs> you know, all politicians are really good at seeing a parade and stepping in the front. Yeah. From the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, look. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway, it's an art. It's an art. Sure, I ran the Boston Marathon. But, um, <laughs> Rosie Ruiz. <laughs> that was her name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they didn't even time the women then. They didn't have them on yeah. the official, so, which is how she got away with it. <clears throat> well, she didn't, but yes. So anyway, uh, just um, do you think, how much of a difference do you think this is going to make in terms of, 
you know, the, the immediate politics in the Senate and elections in the coming year? And h- how much of a difference do you think this is going to make in terms of how things will play out? Like, in- do the Democrats have, like, like, any kind of claim to real moral high ground? And if they do, does it matter? I was just going to say all my Republican friends are like, yeah, hoist yourself on your own petard. Really, it's go for it, Democrats. You're just like empty your, co- you know, make all your, your colleagues scared that they're going to have to be. It, it, it's sort of like you're, you're punishing yourself. And I know they're going for the moral high ground, and I, I applaud them for that. But my party's going to take total advantage of that. How so? Because they're going to have turnover and they're going to have people leaving and there's still going to be people that come out of the woodwork again and again and they're admitting it. And it's so the public at large is like, well, yeah, there's Rory Moore, but then there was Al Franken. Oh, and there's who's he doozy. Oh, but wait, they didn't admit it. Wait, he said at Conyers. That's horrible. He's a Democrat. You know, they're going to go play by play by play. And there'll be no gain. So in other words, you know, you think the you think the Republican Party will try to sell it as, oh, there's really no difference between us. Well, that that there's bad apples in every crowd and you really have to wait and see. And isn't it amazing how many Democrats resigned over this? Oh, there's four of them. We haven't had anybody resign yet. Yeah. Not proven. Well, one. Yeah. Right. The Frank guy. today. Yeah. I, I see it as being uh, the, the cynic in the room says (laughs) that this will change nothing. Um, Politics is not going to change. Nothing is going to change. Uh, 2018 will not be a route for Democrats. Uh, you mean a route for Republicans? Um, will a not route be a route of Republicans. Of Republicans, yes. Oh, sorry, for of. I missed the preposition. It's okay. Um, it will or not be a... Uh, anything will happen. I think that the same people who voted Republican yesterday will vote Republican tomorrow. The same people who voted Democrat yesterday will stay home or potentially vote Democrat. And uh, yeah, I, I generally feel that these sorts of things have a moment. And then the problem with Americans is that we have an extremely short attention span. What were we talking about? Oh, Sorry. So you don't think the uh, the the surge in turnout that we saw in November of this year will be true uh, in the run up to and then the general election in November of next year? I don't think so. It's too far away. I, It'll be too. It, uh, Americans just can't hold on to something that long. I think it could have been, but there's a drip, drip, drip that's going on. They had a woman who was pretending that Roy Moore had bothered her, and she was going to all the papers. And um, yeah, and she was exposed. They didn't as fall a for it. Yeah, yeah, the papers. She went to the Washington Post. Yeah, yes. the papers didn't fall for it. But that's the tactic. Now there's a little bit about how there was a piece of the message in the yearbook for one of the. Um, one of the women that one of the women who, who said she, she, she added a note or she, something. She to added it. the date. She added the date. She added like you know because I wish the news would say well, it was the date and not well, a note because the, the way I was he, well, seeing he, it, he yeah. wrote Merry Christmas, Roy Moore, and she wrote the date yeah. and the location that yeah. that happened, yeah. which I don't think is makes Terrible. any well. I don't think it makes any difference. But that's that's what they're going to do is little by little. Oh wait, maybe maybe she did fabricate it. You know they're trying to have. And so how is that going to work on you, uh, loyal, oh, I don't, loyal I, Republican? I don't vote in Alabama, but I know God just made it snow down there. So they're really all distressed. They don't know what to do with six inches of snow. So. Right. But, but I mean, you know, just like kidding. Like, Sorry, that was global for the warming isn't real, Sue. <laughs> but you're going to but you're still going to have Republican people to vote for 
you know, is this the party you want to be part of? Are you going to vote for those guys? The people am, who are like saying, I welcome Roy Moore in the Senate? They are the they are the interlopers. I am the real Republican. So, right. I, of course, I'm still going to be a Republican. Right. So, you, But are you going to vote for these guys? <laughs> well, I, I don't vote for Roy Moore. I would never vote for a pedophile. You don't have to vote for Roy Moore. You have to, like, the question is, are you going to vote for people in Massachusetts who are okay with Roy Moore, who support Roy Moore? I don't think there's anybody running for office like that in Massachusetts. Am I wrong? There might be somebody on the South Shore, but... Isn't Charlie Baker up for re-election? Yeah, but he doesn't support Roy Moore. He's doesn't? a Republican. I know. Like I said, that these are interlopers in the party. We believe you in can't. separation of church and state. We believe in small government. All those things. But the problem is, is that Roy Moore is the Republican Party. See, that's what the Democrats are going to do right there. He is. I don't. I, I, I don't think that that it's not hyperbole, Sue. He is a Republican running for the U.S. Senate. He is a Republican par excellence. I mean, the, the Republican Party does seem to have become the party of Donald Trump, and he's, he's Trump is not a Republican either, actually. But he's the head of the party at the moment, right? And yeah. he's he's certainly. Uh, Getting things his way in the He's Republican Party. He's getting things party. done, huh? <laughs> uh, well, well, let's talk. We, we'll talk about the tax plan in a minute. Oh my goodness! He's broken <laughs> ninety of a hundred promises so far. I think is the t number. Wait. Well, he moved the capital, so. I mean the. Uh, he's he, he, the he's, he's recognized he's that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, and there there are tentative plans to move the embassy at some point. And did you hear what um, Tillerson said? Oh, it's going to take a long time because no. we don't even have land yet. This isn't this isn't happening in the next year or two. Well, <laughs> the Israelis are already bombing Palestinians over it, so that is <laughs> as of this about, afternoon. I didn't hear about bombing. I yeah, there were a lot. It escalated street. today, yep. right? As of this afternoon, Israelis are bombing Palestinians. Oh, maybe uh, to make room for the embassy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Stacey. <laughs> if you could reach me, I am sure I would just, get whacked at this point. <laughs> Um, so, you know, the apartheid state that is Israel is continuing a pence or a piece, I should say. A pace. Uh, a pace. It is kind of a pence also, but. Yes, uh, that was a Freudian <laughs> slip, in fact, um, because I see uh, pence all over this move. He thinks he's going to be president very shortly. Well, he does. But also this is a uh, tried and true measure of uh, evan evangelicals. An, an extreme strain of Christian evangelicals who believe uh, they're, they're, they, they believe that the end times are coming, and part of the, the thing is the biblical prophecy is that the state of Israel has to be restored. The kingdom of Israel must be back again, which means that the capital of Israel must be Jerusalem. So we have to recognize it and make it happen. Otherwise, Jesus won't come back and, you know, kill everybody who doesn't believe in him or however the book of Revelations goes. So you think our vice president wants the end of times? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I do. I mean, I, 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 I don't know enough about the man to like be able to point to a quote but that is there is a strain of, of there is a hard strain. right christianity that believes in that and there they're is. very pro-israel precisely because they want they want the jewish state to be in place so that jesus will come I back and a, end the world i had actually i've had a couple of evangelical housemates over the years and the last one that was very evangelical um didn't actually fit that mold although she was she believed in the end times and all that but she wasn't a supporter of israel well the, the there, there there's more than one way to be even an evangelical christian just so christian just there are many kinds of but many approaches to Christianity. pretty sure that pence so. is of the of the uh stripe you just mentioned yes i i don't think he is but I, i'm pretty sure he is uh but we can look at that during the break
Yeah, we are getting up on the on the halftime there. <clears throat> um, when we come back, we should maybe talk about uh, the uh, the tax plan. Uh, Let me move the goalposts, okay? Can we not? That is, yeah. Well, that no, we don't have to. But I just was thinking that might be something. To, I, I'm curious to know what Sue thinks about it and uh, uh, the, oh, the attempted goals. I'm gonna have it. to have more coffee to keep this conversation. Well, going. Did, did, we 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 did that last week. <laughs> Well, we can pivot to something else if you'd rather. <laughs> the good news is they're not going to vote next week because they're not ready for the um, Shocking. joint. They weren't ready the first time. I know. So this will be interesting because they're going right into Christmas week with the continuing resolution they just yeah. passed for two. I mean, they're well, going you know, it's, right I up mean, to the, it's the ATM. Yeah. You know, are, are I think they, they should just go home. Call um, them a day. Or the AMT. <laughs> I should alternative say. minimum tax, yeah. Yeah, the AMT. For, the, for corporations. They forgot. They that decided, they forgot. <laughs> well, they, they, they realized they couldn't repeal it if they were going to pay for carve-outs that Susan Collins wanted, if they wanted her vote. And in order to do that, they, they didn't take it out, and then they forgot to change the amount of it. Yes. So they lowered the corporate tax rate to 20%, but left the alternative minimum corporate tax at 20%, which doesn't allow any deductions. So basically, they just... That's what it should actually have they been. They basically just made it, corporations pay 20%, because that, which is not what they wanted at all. And yet, that was their argument, is that they were going to get rid of all the loopholes, lower the rate, broaden, broaden the base. I mean, AMT at 20% is actually exactly what they originally talked about. I think it's charming that you actually uh, uh, think that's true. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that's what it should be. I'm not saying that... Oh, the, oh, yeah. oh, the, the AMT? Well, yeah. no, the whole, po- the whole point is they want to lower it from there. Well... When we come back, we should talk about the effective tax rate versus what it is right now. Well, the AMT is 20%. So. No, no, effective effective ta- tax rate. All right, we can do that. Um, so anyway, we should take a break. This is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. We're going to play some PSAs, show announcements, and other goodies, and then we'll be back again in a few minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, kids, let Mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is Ruthie from Pedal People with a public service announcement. If you frequent downtown Northampton or Florence and you pass by the recycling and trash bins on the street, the public ones, I'm here to let you know that cups are not recyclable. No plastic cups, no paper cups, no styrofoam cups, no clear cups, red cups, blue cups, yellow cups, no insulated cups. Because if you put cups in the recycling bin, it means either I pick them out or someone at the sorting facility picks them out in Springfield, or it contaminates the whole load too much that the whole load is considered trash. Or if you can just bring your own cup all together and not have disposable cups, that'd be even better. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your cooperation. You want to learn to fix your bike? How to keep it tuned up so it's there for you when you need it? Or maybe you know already, but you just need to borrow a bike-specific tool that you don't have. Well, come to the Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue in Northampton. 
Drop-in hours are Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come with your bike or your questions. And your willing attitude. Or just to share your company. Spare parts scavenger hunt every weekend. That's the Saturday Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue. Venga para el Bike Lab de Northampton y se divertirá mucho, le enseñará muchas lecciones cómo arreglar bicicletas. Details are online at pedalpeople.coop under bike workshops. They say freedom isn't free, but at the Bike Lab it is. I'm Rachel Maddow with the Pioneer Valley Planning Commission and the Franklin Regional Council of Governments for Valley Free Radio. Reminding you that legally, bicycles are vehicles and bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities and should observe the same rules as motorists. For more information on bicycle rights and safety, go to www.massbike.org. You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Nerd Night NoHo is proud to support Valley Free Radio, where a monthly speaker series featuring experts from the community talking about art, culture, and science. You can find us at noho.nerdnight.com. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow, and I'm still with Sue Timberlake and Stacy Cooney. And uh, Sue, you were gonna uh, drop some science or <laughs> something, anyways. No, this about uh, the effective <laughs> tax rate. So I heard this on C-SPAN. I almost I couldn't get fast enough to get a pencil when I heard this. Oh dear! So somebody was talking about it, and they said, "Okay, so the current tax rate for corporations is 35 percent." Correct. Quotation marks. Right. Well, that's that's the peg tax rate. There are deductions and exemptions. Right. And so the deductions, everything, the effective tax rate is what people actually pay. Right. 18%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So corporations that are charged at 35 are actually paying at about 18. Yeah. Right. Okay? So they haven't taken out any of the deductions. In fact, they've speeded up depreciation. They've actually enhanced the deductions for corporations. So when they drop it to 20... If you subtract the difference between 18 and 35, you're going to end up at 2% yes. <laughs> tax rate, effective tax rate. And it was, you know, it was in the middle of a debate and an argument, and I was just trying to write as fast as I could because I said, okay, that's the problem is they didn't get rid of the loopholes, so they're actually going to make the effective tax rate about 2% for corporations. But that's the point. That um, is the point. You, you do understand it, that. It is a kleptocracy that they are trying to create. Yeah. There, there, yeah, there's there's so the, to there's raise a reason to why they want to have the permanent tax rate for corporations be be lowered to twenty percent and lower personal income taxes only temporarily. Yeah, it should have been the reverse. The personal stuff should have been permanent. Of course, and but the they don't actually care about the middle. No, class. and those would probably go back. But so they're talking now about raising it, even though the conference committee is twenty percent for both, up to twenty two. So the effective tax rate will actually be four for corporations. So oh well, oh right. well, you <laughs> know, but anyway, when I heard that math, because I didn't Happy know what Happy days the, are here again. <laughs> I didn't know what the effective tax rate was on average, because a lot of corporations pay no taxes whatsoever. 
whatsoever. So 18% is the current effective Well, that is the idea of the alternative minimum corporate tax, yeah. which is why they hate so it. So if they actually set AMT at 20%, they'd actually be raising the tax rate on corporations by 2%. Well, I believe it's already is 20%. I think that was... I the, don't know what the AMT... The, that's the point. I have it somewhere. I think the alternative the, minimum yes. minimum corporate tax is 20%, yeah. and that's why the Republicans kind of blew it with their... Right, exactly. They left it alone. Handwritten yeah. bill. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't lower it. They were supposed to lower it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just had to point that out because I thought that was just remarkable numbers. Meanwhile, our bridges and roads are falling apart and falling down. Well, we have. You all heard what Susan Collins wanted to do is take the money from if money comes back because they're lowering the, the repatriation money and use that all for infrastructure. Whatever comes back. You know, anything that's generated from the money coming back needs to go into infrastructure. I thought that was brilliant because it's a one-time thing, and that's the kind of money you want to use for infrastructure. But she's having trouble holding the line with anything. She's just... She's I'm shocked. The, 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 Susan Collins is one of those people who likes to present themselves as a moderate, uh, as someone who is, you know, very much in line with the middle, but... She's she, defending her well, her Medicaid and her states very strongly. She went to the mat for them. She very she's rarely gets what she wants, though. And That's she a different problem. Up, yes, but the thing is, is that she ends up voting for the things based on empty promises. And she's done it over and over and over again. And at some point, you know, the excuse that I tried and I if just didn't get it. with me, you'll get this promotion and she fell for it. That kind of stuff. Uh, well, kind of a gross digression, but I guess that's kind of the idea. I think it's more, uh, I think I would more say if you, uh, buy me a candy bar, I'll buy you two tomorrow would be a better analogy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, she's yet to get a candy bar. And I was basically making the argument that a lot of women in male dominated organizations trade for what they can. And that she's done a pretty good job, given that she's such a minority in the Republican Party. So, and I do think she's a real moderate. And I you do mean think as, she a, goes as a moderate or as a woman? Well, I was sort of making the allusion to both because I think being both is hard. It's really I'm not, hard. I'm not suggesting she isn't an actual moderate in her yeah. heart. I'm just yeah. saying that. And she gets what she can. I, I would argue she hasn't gotten all of all that much to uh, continue to do things like actually vote for that atrocious tax bill she voted against obamacare that's, that's not really uh yeah. that was a yeah. huge thing yeah i know but i mean like that's not a that's not she a mccain and murkowski yeah i'm saying that she's she's pretty strong i you that you know it's a yeah, it's a you, barrel of but you crabs do, down there but we we do recall in that, washington that obamacare is the Republican alternative to actual effective universal health care. Oh, you mean Romney care? Yeah. yeah. The the plan that a, that started in the Heritage Foundation? Yeah, I mean, you, you know a lot about this, too, so I'm just like, her voting against it just means that far from being a moderate, she's actually an extremist. No, no, no she, no, no. Vote. she, she voted, voted to not uh, repeal it. it. In. She was the vote against the repeal. Oh, one of the three, yes. yes. Yeah, one yeah. of the three, yeah. So she just, you know, showed that she is a actual moderate Republican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I again, her job. no cookies though, for her. Though, though, to be fair, she voted against Obamacare when it was when it was being made into law. So. Yep. Yep. So. 
again, no cookies for her. Yeah. <laughs> so you were going to pivot to something. I'm sorry, I had to talk about well, the I alternative. Was, I, I was just wondering. Corporate tax. I was just wondering. Do you think this is? Uh, do, do you uh, think the Republicans are going to be able to run on this? In terms of their own primaries, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the general election? But do you think this is going to job play numbers well? were really strong today? Stock yeah, which market has is up. Nothing to do with any of this. I'm just saying that sometimes people look at their particular circumstance and they they. Let I'm, I'm people asking how you think this is going to do in the Republican Party. Do you think which it, which thing? I'm sorry. The, 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 the tax bill. Oh, the tax bill. I'm sorry. Yes. I was conflating two other issues. So it's like. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just like, you know, the Democrats and lefties are all going to be like, this sucks. It's got to go, you know. So it's, it's and and it's brilliant, like Obamacare, because you don't actually feel the pain until after the 2018 election. Of course. And you're going to get everybody's going to get a couple hundred bucks on their paycheck by by pain. You mean like health care? Yeah, no. The actually Obama was stupid because a lot of this stuff didn't kick in in time for the midterms, so you didn't get the benefit yet. So what the Republicans were saying was considered gospel because you hadn't gotten the bill yet for it. So yeah, yeah. it it's it's a strategy of timing, and and I think my guys are going to have the I, I, upper I hand th- on this one. I, I don't, think and I was... don't like the tax bill. I know no. you guys know that about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, just saying I, as a strategy. I, I don't think it was stupid for Obama for, for Obamacare to like take four years to ramp up because I mean when you're altering the healthcare sector of the U.S. economy, which is you know what like a trillion dollars a year. To say like, yeah, okay, let's let's take our time building up to this is a wise not- politician would said, okay, but we need this little paragraph that says every um, every home in America gets um, five hundred dollars towards their health care in the first year, and you write a check. That's what Bush did with his tax cuts; they wrote checks. Right. You know, it's all about perception. It's terrible. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I, I don't think, think Joe the- Lieberman shot that down. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'm. I remember getting a check. Yeah. I absolutely got a check. Did you? Yeah, absolutely. From Bush, yeah. From Bush, yeah. Oh no, for, I remember from Bush. I meant <laughs> in terms of Obamacare. No, they oh, couldn't. Yeah, okay. they, he shot it. I, down. I think Joe Lieberman was doing everything he could to make it a terrible. Well, he came from a state that where all the insurance companies. Yeah, lived. I mean that that was the thing is that he was bought, paid, and uh, delivered by in by health insurance companies. Oh, and his wife was a. Figurehead on the uh, Ellen G. Komen. Um, oh yeah, breast. and I mean they people tried to get her off of there. They're like, this is like the worst thing for yeah. people who have cancer. This yeah. is just like, yeah. And the and the organization stood by her. I was surprised. I think they lost a lot of membership when that happened. Yeah, because she was part of the. They lost a lot of membership about a lot of things. I remember. Uh, I, I I remember sending money to. Uh, who is the guy who ran against him? Ned something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember his last <laughs> yeah, name. He, he won the primary and then lost the general. Yeah, yeah, because Lieberman wouldn't concede and he yeah. ran as an independent. independent. Nothing ever <laughs> made me happier than when Joe Lieberman left government. Did you ever see... Um, uh, oh, she used to be on uh, comedy, um, The Daily Show. Samantha B. Did it? Uh, did a... Did a her disgust talking to Joe Lieberman. It's really oh, funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jolly Guy <laughs> or something. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. She was she was brilliant mm. to point out his hypocrisy and his horribleness. Mm. Yeah. Just and yet the Democrats embraced him for years. Well, again. Yeah. He is the Democratic. A, I'm not going to say that. He's, he, he's, I'm just he's pointing a, out that we all a, have bad actors. He's he. Oh yeah. He's a. He oh no. A, a lousy Please do. The Democratic Party. He was a show. He was absolutely the Democratic Party. I will own that a hundred percent because, well, I'm a socialist. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) 
he's certainly smoothly done. He's an he's an example of everything that like a lot of people are talking in in the Democratic Party about both about. parties, the horrible behaviors. Yeah, yeah, but within the Democratic Party, a lot of us are talking about how like we really are becoming utterly disgusted with people like Joe Lieberman and Chuck Schumer and whatnot, and and we don't want them. We you know we want. We want Elizabeth Warren to be the sensible conservative right wing of the Democratic Party. <laughs> here, yeah, that's here. That's what we want. And, and she's a tax attorney, so I'm waiting to see what she says about this this tax reform bill. Because no. oh, I mean, she'll she's, have nailed she's, it. <laughs> she's already talked about how terrible it is. Yeah, but yeah. I meant when they get to the consolidation and it's like point by point. She'll I have to say, I did. There is one silver lining in all of this, which I don't know if they've overturned it yet. Uh, but one of the things that did warm the, uh, the, the corners of my uh, very the cynical, cockles, but the well, I, I was going to, yes, yeah. the, the cockles of my uh, <laughs> cynical uh, <laughs> socialist uh, heart is that Chuck Grassley I thought that your was, heart was uh, uh, three sizes too big. No, that <laughs> happens later. <laughs> um, that, that Chuck Grassley got uh, basically disinvited from the... Uh, from the conference on oh, taxes oh, when the two, after the his Democrats and the Republicans went to, to, yeah. Yeah. He was uh, obviously he's the senior <laughs> ranking member of the, uh, you know, finance committee. And they said, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're, yeah. you're out oh, after said- his, uh, basically, uh, you know, they're just going to spend it on hookers and blow uh <laughs> comment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like women and alcohol and yeah. Booze and, and women. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, entertainment or something uh, yeah. is that a projection perhaps on his? No, point? that's well, whatever. But it is I, something I he actually said. That no, that is not an image. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh boy! So that did make me happy, though, that they yeah. said they uh, it, it's a completely him. cynical move on their part, a completely utter cynical PR move. But it still made me happy. Mm. Well, during Obamacare, he had said one thing, and then they caught him at a town hall meeting saying something really reprehensible, and they had it all on tape, and everybody's like, he is just such a sleazy person. Oh, thinking of that, who is the representative who threw one of his constituents out of a town hall? She has stage four cancer, and she asked him a question about health care, and he had her... he. He insists that it wasn't him, but come on. <laughs> it was his security folks. I can't remember who that was, though. Sorry, I'm bringing up something I don't have the, the There was a good behind. case this week. I just have to say this before we run out of time, because I know we want to do another topic. There was a policeman that was sent to jail, and I forget uh, which state yes. it was, because he shot a young black man. South and they, Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. and they actually found him guilty of murder. Shot him in the back and sent him to jail for 20 years. Yeah. Of course, today there was a different one where the— They uh, got let him off. Yeah. I didn't want to go there. In Arizona. Yeah. In Arizona, yeah. when they had a video that <laughs> clearly showed... The guy's begging not to be shot. Yeah. yeah. That clearly showed it was murder. Clearly. Hmm. And it's just... It's it's horrifying. It is Don't horrifying. get me started on our but sa- criminal but justice Carolina, system. And, and, and where they har- sent him away. And it hardly matters, but it is worth noting that the man who was murdered and the person who murdered him were both uh, pale people. Yeah. This, like there's a huge problem with police violence targeting, you know, African Americans and other, you know, people well, you of mean color. The Arizona one? Yeah, the Arizona yeah. one they but, were both. But yeah. but you know, uh uh you know, the even if you're uh uh you know, a card carrying racist, like this is the, the, the problem with that kind of vitriol. Eventually, you know, the the police start start shooting everybody. You well, know? I mean I think your, that's your race won't keep you safe. 
there's a the, the real problem with police in this country is that they've been militarized without being um, trained. trained exactly and so you know every time this happens soldiers come out of the woodwork to say we would never have even been in that situation yeah. because we know how to use a weapon we know how to de-escalate and that's the problem is that we have militarized our police force without actually giving them training in how to deal with situations and so then everybody says oh well they panicked they should have been trained don't give a panicky person a gun (laughs) panic and we don't seem to have gotten that yet in this country and i don't understand how um well i think it's the same logic that led um Donald Trump to describe uh, Doug Jones, the Democratic candidate for Senate in Alabama, as weak on crime. Oh, yes. And Doug Jones is, to some extent, hanging his campaign entirely on the fact— Prosecutor, right? —that he was uh, he was a state attorney general, I believe. Uh, but as a state's attorney, he actually led prosecution of the Klansmen who were responsible for the Birmingham church bombing that killed those four little girls in, I think, 1964? Yeah. So— Can I say I remember that? Yeah. Of course. Okay. And, and you know, that is objectively a good thing. You know, catching someone who murders, catching people for, for, for child murder, putting them away, absolutely a good thing. Um, and the fact that it was racially motivated is certainly also, you know, it, it's good that he, he finally got them and con- had them convicted. But, like, that he's kind of, to some extent, trying to base his outreach to the African-American voters in Alabama, according to stuff I've read. Based on the fact that he did this, and What's I don't the think anybody of pop, population. I think there? it's about twenty five percent of the voting population. That could do it then. Yeah, but I, I think the impression I'm getting is that people are like, well, that's not a bad thing, but yeah, what else? Except <laughs> for know. the fact that they actually have been caught out. Uh, there was an extremely racist uh, advertisement that they put out. Uh, the Doug Jones campaign wherein it had a picture of a black man and it said basically if this guy had done what Roy Moore did would you would he still even be in the race or something to that effect oh, oh would Alabama oh. make him a senator yeah. yeah who's his campaign manager I don't know but it came from the campaign oh. someone I should never work again are it you was, sure that Roy Moore didn't put it out as a you know what do you call the, it false flag stuff because I mean, they're very dirty politics down I mean there. from what I had read it was from the campaign itself because they're brilliant at that stuff you know they're just brilliant at it my my side is yeah. brilliant dirty at it well we i don't talk th- about gay I, wedding cakes i don't know that they need to yeah we should that was something <laughs> we wanted to talk about and we got about five minutes left so let's uh let's let's pivot a little bit away from the sordid mess of electoral politics <laughs> to the sordid mess mess of well, kind of judicial politics. Yeah, and Roy Moore is next Tuesday, right? That's the election. So yes, we'll December twelfth. We'll, yeah. we'll know by our next show, uh, which whether uh, Alabama has morals or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My well, bet is on not. <laughs> well, I, you know, I got to say this uh, in, in stuff I've read. I think it was an article on Slate because you know everything I read is on Slate. But um, it basically pointed out that um, uh, polling firms there because they're it's such a republican machine state they focus on understanding what's going on with republican voters 
but they don't really necessarily know what's going to happen in the general election and especially looking at likely Democratic voters, African-American voters. So they And there's a lot of shy voters don't want to admit they're voting for Roy Moore or right. don't want to admit they're voting well, against so in other, him in for other a words, Democrat. In, in other words, they're, they, they haven't put a lot of effort into really developing accurate polling for statewide elections in Alabama. So there's a lot of they don't actually know. A lot of those people don't have landlines when people don't have landlines, right? I have no idea. I just said that to be rude. I don't have a landline. Yeah, I don't either. So, so <laughs> I don't know how that's rude. <laughs> so, so I don't know. But of course, one of the things people have said is, uh, and that segues back to the Supreme Court case: if uh, if baking a wedding cake for a gay couple is endorsing gay marriage, what does voting for a pedophile mean? It means you endorse pedophilia. Right. I'll say it: alleged okay. pedophilia. Okay, that's makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but what do you think about this uh, case? I forget the I forget exactly what the name of the case is. It's yeah. uh, like miraculous. Anderson, Mark case. Anderson, or I yeah, yeah. Something yeah, like something that. Something. Oh yeah, my LinkedIn printout because I don't my color printers my color cartridges out, so you can't see the link because it actually said the guy's name. Yeah, <laughs> somebody in the baker in Colorado versus the two gay men, right? Yes, yes. So I've listened to some of the Supreme Court arguments because I can because I love C-SPAN. <laughs> Yes. And here's what they're arguing. I never heard this before. So they're saying, if you sell a widget, you have to sell it to everybody. This is the people who are supporting the baker. Correct. But this is a creative thing. So you can choose not to make a creative, like, painting for someone. Because it's not not bricks and mortar store. It's an artistic expression. It's like the most convoluted argument I've ever heard. And I think it was... um, Who's the swing vote? Um, oh, it's Kennedy. Kennedy asked, like, so if he put a sign in the window that said, we don't make gay wedding cakes, that wouldn't be discriminatory? <laughs> it was quite the pointed argument. So I think it may go in favor of the gay men. It, See, it absolutely it, should. Yeah, but that argument, I hadn't really heard it before, that artistic thing, that if you're going to do something artistic, one-off for one person, it's not the same as being in a bricks-and-mortar business store. And that was, he stopped making wedding cakes, but they were saying that if that's his artistic creation, there's this other loophole, which I, I, I didn't get the legal argument at all. I'm not sure that that's actually a Thing. carved out legal no, argument. That's I think they're trying to make were, it. Yeah, but that's um, but what I, they're... Yeah. But I actually um, disagree with you on the idea that Kennedy is going to swing that way because I think that there is a good amount of evidence. And this was probably before they started making that argument. They were talking about the First Amendment argument. Yeah, you write to free, and Kennedy free expression. Has well, been, the compelled speech. The idea is yeah. like, I'm forcing you to write, you know, like just be like, you know... You write if a I came in me? and said, could you make a birthday cake if it says, happy birthday, Adolf Hitler, you know, immortal hero of our race or whatever, and you said, no, like, you know, and, and you have an absolute First Amendment right to say, I'm not going to write that, you know, so, so no, I, you, I, you can't make me do it. So the argument here is there's no letters on the cake, but it's expressing it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really Well, narrow. the thing yeah. about Kennedy, though, is that he has a very, very... Strong strong uh sort of first amendment it's not even that it's it's the religious uh, aspect and so if you look at obergefell obergefell Obergefell, (laughs) i cannot say it i'm sorry Um, obergefell v hodges um that there's actually a line in it that kennedy wrote because he wrote the the majority opinion where he says specifically that the right of expression and yes that association have the right, uh, have the religious right to disagree with this. 
And um, I don't remember exactly what the line is, but it's very, very door open. Leaves that door wide open. And that's probably where they're trying to go through well, that. And they're trying to go through that which, door. Which does run into the problem of what happens if the baker is like, well, I don't believe that black and white people should be able to be married. And I think loving v. Virginia. Settle a, that. <laughs> well, was, is an affront to my religious liberty and the court's been getting it wrong for 50 years. I'm not saying it's a good argument. I'm saying it's their <laughs> argument. Right, yeah. but I'm just wondering what Justice Kennedy, well, how he respond to that. Because, I mean, I don't see how he can split the difference on that. I think that they uh, believe that uh, a lot of them will argue that there's a difference between the color of your skin and the uh, and your sexuality. Which is, of course, a specious argument. Well, However, Kennedy, Kennedy that didn't argu- make that argument. He didn't. Yeah. And that argument was specifically, was specifically rejected in Obergefell. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not natural. Right. So I guess, well, that's, I don't know when they're planning to hand down a ruling on that, but soon. I oh, think, months, right? I think. They, oh, yeah. yeah they, take the arguments. They, they do the arguments and then, and then you June, don't know till, till June. May yeah. or June. Yeah. Yeah. Or earlier if they feel like it, but mostly so, they don't. So, so the warm weather will be back by, by the time we know. Yeah. Yes. And the guys went on and got married and had a, had a cake and all that. They just well, fought it because they didn't want anybody else to, to, um, yeah. And he yeah. stopped making wedding cakes in the meantime. He's not making wedding cakes right now. So he actually, he didn't get, what do you call it, a, a stopple uh, um, when you're supposed to not stop doing something? I forget. A sustaining, a restraining order? Uh, no. No, no, it's a different. It's what they did with the travel ban. They put a something on it so it couldn't be implemented. And then they a just stay. Put a stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't put a stay on it. And, you know, there's nothing like that. He just chose not to. Yeah. And he's actually fairly articulate. I was listening to him. I was thinking, oh, that's interesting. Oh, lots of bigots are extremely articulate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no correlation between uh, being a bigot and not being a smart, no, intelligent mean, person had, or yes, a dumbass. Yes. Sorry. His, um, he's expressing his religious views eloquently, and he's allowed to have those religious views. But... You know, he's not allowed to, like, change. He's not allowed to, like, use them in ways, express them in ways that are discriminatory. In terms of his business. Yeah. yeah. In terms of public accommodation. Well, this would be an interesting one to watch because it, it that, is. There was a case involving a barbecue business, like, 50 years ago that basically shot that whole argument yeah. down. So. Yeah, they're probably referencing that. So, Oh, my goodness. It is indeed <laughs> time for us to wrap up here. So uh, thank you all for listening to Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Stay tuned for Subculture coming up very soon uh, with a lot of, uh, uh, you know, alternative and electro and uh, all kinds of cool music and stuff. I love that show. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll check in on what's happening with all this next week. Uh, Good night.